Zeef, Gungan Detective. Captain Worm of Ithor. Zavix, Jedi Master, Philanthropist, Playboy. Narset Jin, Jedi Sorceress. And I'm GM Lurch, everybody else. And this is Star Wars, showdown on Iceball Station. Hello there. Good evening. Welcome back to another episode of Star Wars, showdown on Iceball Station. I'm GM Lurch Lurchington, here again with our players and their characters. I have with me this evening the Bendu, playing Narsa Jin. All is as the Force wills it. Captain Warm, played by Dan. Hey, everyone. Zavik Silverstar, played by David. Hello. And of course, played by our host, Kyle Z. Hello there. Gentlemen, if you're ready to see if the Force is with us, let's roll Destiny. <laughs> It is three darks and a light. Uh, the force is with me this evening, mm -hmm. gentlemen. Excellent. Excellent. So, uh, we return. Well, let's uh, go over what happened last session. Last session, we started with the Jedi. Uh, because David had pressing business. Um, Zavix had an interview with Kolvar uh, about his entry into the Expatriates Club. He gave over his identifying, his identifying information for a background check, but he was assured that given the intimacy of the club at this point, uh, it was a pretty sure thing on the vote. Uh, Zavik then returned out to the bar where he found Narset still talking with Kintera, the archaeologist. Uh, Kintera was asking... Kintera, man. You're trying to flirt with Kintera? Well... Zavix came over like a big blue cock block yeah, uh, and asked, uh, so are you talking to the archaeologist uh, with the archaeologist sitting right there? Um, and that's how he got off on the right foot there. We had to pretty much move away from that conversation fairly quickly, but you did succeed at getting things back on even ground uh, before we moved away. So we'll return the camera there to that awkward conversation where Kintara has been telling you and Narset uh, that... Yes, well, it's been a while since we've gone out, but I've been down in the motor pool knocking the rust off the old water uh, so that we can go out on one of the expedition tracks. I've explored all of the leeward side of the island, uh, but the windward side has its own challenges and dangers, and basically how far the expedition gets would depend on who I was taking. Uh, each time. There are some excellent guides down in the village below. Really wonderful people, and we will be bringing some of them with us, of course, but I'm sure with two Jedi with us, who knows how far we can explore. We'll be out for two days, if that's alright with the two of you. Narset leans over to her and gently, like, nudges her shoulder, uh, shoulder with her shoulder and be like, don't worry, I'll keep you, don't worry, I'll, ke I'll, I'll keep you safe. Um, all right, go ahead and give me that, give me that charm check there. Let's see if she is thirsty for knowledge. Uh, not in this case. Um, so, uh, she smirks at you and, um, you feel the, the blush of, uh, an unsuccessful charm check. And that is the first thing that brings your mind back to your stay on Dathomir where your uh, way with the other young ladies in the Night Sister tribe were just as smooth um, as they were here. Kintera uh, 
turns and begins straightening up the piles of data pads that she has stacked up on the bar. She goes, I need to put these away in my suite and then uh, head down to the village so that I can hire some Sherpas. Uh, have either of you been to the native village yet? No, but I've been making, I've been wanting to stop by and pay homage. She goes, Well, if you wait here, I'll grab you before I head out. Are you joining us, Master Silverstar? I'm sure I will be. Uh, she finishes gathering up her data pads and uh, hustles off so that you two can converse in character. And then we'll whoop, fat, push fast forward. She'll only be a few minutes. Any sage words, Zavix, now that the uh, it's just you and yeah. uh, Night Jin? Like, we just look at each other after, yeah, dude. Like, we just had an entire interaction with like those droids and everything hmm. yeah the, like, it's still being cleaned up over on the other side of the room by a couple of turtle men with brooms they're well, very slowly sweeping uh, up debris yeah, so, okay so it Narset, definitely wasn't the best intro yeah narset looks over to to zavix and was like well that was definitely an, an interesting first day yeah definitely it didn't uh didn't probably go as planned but definitely was fun uh, I need to go shore up some stuff, though, and take care of a few things. Do you have anything else you need to do? You know, I was looking at some of your armor earlier, and the idea of us going to a volcano, I would like something a little bit more durable than the ropes that I currently have from the Jedi Academy. So I think, yeah, I would like to stop and visit that armor that you, that you visited real quick. Strengthen my own self for a moment. Hmm. How much gold do you, or how many credits do you have? Oh, good tracking sheets. Well, if you must know, Master Zavix, I'm at four thirty-five or five thirty-five. Unlike you, I was not so quick to spend my money. <laughs> but also, unlike you, I am shit at gambling. So, like, yeah, you have you have much better gambling luck than I do. That's Master why he hangs with Lando, and you don't. Yeah. <laughs> They're two peas um, in a pod. That's why you were riding up front. You and him probably know each other. Yeah, I guess there is one way to make all the, the, the money that we need to finance this trip. So I'll definitely uh, go take care of that myself then. Yeah. Because you gave me, because you gave me like kind of like a, a head nod when I paid for the drinks of the crab people when we left that first tavern. So, but yeah, I'm at 535. I'm at 535. But we'll see how much the we'll see how much the padded padded gear is. But shall we? What do you need to take care of? I shall I shall accompany you. Oh, that's I, okay. I'll I'll take off on my own to handle it. Wonderful, sir. Then I guess I'll wait for Kantera to come back, and then I okay. guess I'll buy the armor. I guess I'll buy the armor with her when we go okay. to Crab Town. Sure. So you're gonna wait for her and Zavix. Um, down here in the bar are, uh, in the length of time that this conversation has taken, Kolvar has returned. So now all three of your mates around the Hintaro table last time are back in the room. Um, if you want to attempt to 
Now they all know I'm a Jedi. They do like, now know that, so you're going to have to go and make some social checks to convince them that they that, want to... They're going to fucking cheat. Yeah, with yeah I mean, you like, they I mean? already so, know the outcome of this battle. I'm going to use the Force. Are you? Like, that's, I, like, you could just... You're a Jedi, right? Isn't the Jedi's like, honorable? Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you're no, that's saying, what I'm well, saying. Is like won't. I don't want to betray their trust, but the why Jedi Praxium wouldn't try to like. In canon, because the Jedi Praxium like would it. care less than the Jedi Order of Ooh, Yeah, sure, they wouldn't, but if wait, he wait, makes wait, a wait, promise wait, wait. or whatever... You know what? like, well, sure, I mean, that's... Yes. Conversation but with, uh, but uh, he's going to have question. to make a die check to Kovar. see if they'll even yeah. believe that yes. first. So all I was trying to say is... Talk to all three of these different gamblers to see if they're willing to play with a Jedi and if he can convince them or yeah. if that's something he even wants to do. It's not... There Earlier, are... they were like, yeah, we want to play. And now they're like, against the Jedi. He's like, listen, I promise, no fingers crossed, <laughs> I promise I won't <laughs> use the Force. They might believe him. And if he's like, I promise I won't use the Force, maybe they will believe him. But uh... we don't know until he actually <laughs> tries. I feel, so bad. I feel so bad for doing lying that Lying or not, he has to determine ahead of time, and then he'll take... If he says, if he doesn't make that promise, he won't take conflict. But if he promises now he will take conflict for breaking his word the praxium and whether they have anything to say on it doesn't matter it's his right. own personal morality are there you had something to say stormtroopers downstairs that he could cheat against slash there play? might be those guys are also hungry for some shake up no because they've been they here for a couple of weeks they came promised a race at a swank casino they showed up there was no race and everybody left the casino now they've been oh, left I, to drink for I, a couple so of weeks down. with nothing oh, to I'm do. I'm absolutely down to go go run a, a train on the Imperial soldiers there. <laughs> do it. You might even get some of these other gamblers along to do that. That's probably an easier check than getting them to let you okay. play against So what them. I would love to do is go to the hey, X-Pac Club and talk to Rathamir. Uh, you want to talk yeah, to Rathamir? No, sorry, uh, Kolvar. 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 Yeah. You're waiting while he's doing this, Narset, but... Kintera's going to come back, and then presumably you're going to leave while he does that. We'll yeah, keep the camera okay. with you guys for a bit, and then we'll go back to our friends. Zeef and Warm. Exactly. So you're going to go and talk to Kolvar? Yes. Excellent. He uh, spreads his arms wide and says, My friend, Mr. Silverstar, I hope you're enjoying yourself. I've got our accountants looking into your history, but as I said, it's just a formality. Well, at this time, I have another uh, uh, idea that I think would work out really well. Uh, how would you guys like to take a little from the Imperial Soldiers downstairs and go, go gamble as a group together? Uh, I know now that you know I'm a Jedi that gambling against me was a moot point unless I just let it happen to chance. But how would you like to go down there and do that to the Imperials instead? It's such a dark side thing to say. <laughs> so go ahead and make... I guess it's a negotiation check. What? Uh, I would say charm or negotiation. Yeah, negotiation or charm. So uh, whatever you got yellows in, man. I'm gonna go with uh, charm. Hey Narset, do you have your saber handy? Well, I do, but I'm not gonna use it on him. Despair. So successfully, with an advantage, he goes. I like the sound of that idea, but I still want to see how good you are as a gambler, so I'll go along with this as long as you promise that you won't use the Force. In gambling against them? Yes, that's right. Every man deserves a fair shake. That's the old Republic way, and that's how we feel here at the X-Pac Club. 
Sir, these are also our guests. We don't share their political alignment, and we would love it if our other guests would return, our more affluent guests, but at the moment, they are the only ones paying our bills. No. If you go down and rook them the same way you rooked us, they'll leave as well unfavorably, sir. Well, Didn't that's we fine. Just I, guess, discuss... I, guess, I guess we'll do it. I have faith in my ability to gamble. He says, as do I, sir, and in my own. I'm sure we'll take them. And I love your boldness at doing so, but we have to do so in a way that they are left with a pleasant taste in their mouth. So despairingly, he wants you to not use the force and to like let these guys feel like they haven't been taken. And he doesn't want them like pissed off at the end of it. You know what I mean? But he certainly wants to go down and like, you know, run yeah. it on them. If that's your, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You can play against each other and take them in the meantime kind of thing or whatever, like in your pots, you know, like he's he's down for that kind of thing. But he wants to see how good you actually are because you just cheated him yesterday. And but he's he's down with it. You know what I mean? So All right, he, let's do it. Success. He's cool with it. You know, he it's goes game recognized. But, uh, game. You'll have to talk to the others yourself. But tell them that I'm behind you. Should, so I get out, a yellow should I pull out my lightsaber to get their attention again? <laughs> I think probably uh, that's that's gonna give mixed messages, sir. Maybe I look around the room for security. If you want to fight some more, I understand that role players do want to use those combat uh, skills. Also, you know what I mean. So we can fast forward to the expedition where the lightsaber will be useful, but probably not in a social setting again. No, no. Let's you, go no, ahead. Let's, if you want to use the lightsaber to get attention, use it downstairs. It'll attract the attention of every Imperial in the room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, okay. So I'm going to have to have a conversation with, with uh, everyone there and to kind of like fast forward through, you know, maybe a, a montage of, of, of talking. You can to make everybody. one check if you want to, but so, the other know, two gonna, gamblers are I, the I, failing yeah. woman and the Rodian, and those are yeah. the checks you really need to like pass, because the Rodian oh. felt like beaten yesterday, okay, and then like you were like I'm a Jedi, and the Phalene was like Ooh, finally somebody else who's a good gambler, you know what I mean? And like I'm a Phalene, we're kind of predatory. Hey, you know what I mean? And then you're like Oh, I'm a Jedi, like, ah, fucking Jedi, you know what I mean? Okay. So you have to convince her and him to go along with it. Those are the other two gamblers in the club. And you need to convince them as well as Colvar to go along with you. All right. So, well, here I go. Here I go. Uh, uh, trying to go over and, and talk my way into it. I'll go over to the the failing gambler first and ask her if she wants to take a shot at me when she knows what my advantage is. Like, kind of like Egeron, say, like, do you want to really see if you can beat me? Do you want to test yourself? She, uh, Crinkles her nose and she goes, Jedi, we learned our lesson when your master killed our prince over Coruscant. I'm not going master? What? She says, Nope. Yes, your Skywalker who killed Prince Caesar years ago over Coruscant. I'm not testing myself against you. Well, then how would you like to take from the Empire? Let's go ahead and get the check before she gives you the answer. But you're not able to charm her. You're going to have to use a different kind of check because she is not charmed by you. Okay, let's do negotiation then. And in fact, despairingly, you fail. She goes, No, I want nothing to do with you. Damn. In fact, I have half a mind to go downstairs and have a word with those Imperium. Is she threatening? I was glad this was a refuge. 
She's sort of... You think, you think Rathamir would really like it if you killed his new uh, uh, favorite member? She goes, of course not. That's why I'm only thinking about it. I wouldn't oh! do such a thing. I wouldn't do such a thing and go against the club. I'm a member here. You aren't. Yes. We haven't voted. Yet. She just mm. wants to warn the troopers that Despairingly, you're she's party. letting you know that she doesn't necessarily want you a part of this club. Casino. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Okay, dear. Have fun with that. I'm gonna go talk to someone else that matters. <laughs> gonna go full uh, Jedi and or uh, Anakin in the Jedi Temple here. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and make my way to uh, what's his name. All right, but you still got an advantage. So, um, hey, you. Uh, what's your as you walk as you walk over the Rodian leans and he goes, I knew I was a better gamble. Frankly, I'm relieved that you revealed yourself as a Jedi, and that that bitch has a stick up her ass about it. <laughs> What is it you were talking to Kolvar about? I see the smile on his face from over here. Well, I had talked with Kolvar about going down and gambling a little bit. Uh, he was into it as long as I didn't use my force powers, which is going to suck, but uh, it would have been down. I'd have liked it if we had had more of us, but uh, I feel we can go down there and give them a run for their money and take them for their money the right way. So because you got the despairs, you're still going to have to make the check because mm -hmm. he's very... He goes against the Imperials. I'm frankly glad that we've retreated up here away from them. I'd rather not come down until they're gone. Um, so go ahead and make your, you can still make charm or use whatever your best is. He's, you know, you know, not put off by you, but he's not intrigued by this. So another despair. Another despair. Like, Ooh, he's crazy. like, I like the idea that you won't be using the force, but really, you should leave that lightsaber up here, too, so that none of them see it. Just for safety's sake. You should mind trick him. Just be like, it's okay that I bring it with me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the destiny point here. Be like, I can't leave. I can't leave my lightsaber. Yeah, I'm not leaving my, my That's lightsaber. That's fine. You can spend the only destiny point you guys have to put your foot down about that and override the despair. It's worth you it, guys. It's that. worth it. That is fine. He could get yeah. taken prisoner without it. Like, we should... I mean, Narset may want me dead for some reason, but I'm totally down to uh, protect myself. No, and, like, if we need that destiny point in case someone... Because we get hit by lava, or in case, like, Zeef gets thrown out of a window again... I'll like, land we, on my feet. We might, we might need that destiny point for anything. Warm's car blows up. And I need it for my lightsaber now. Yeah, exactly. The Force wills it. <laughs> and I need it for my shit now. I love it. <laughs> I need my money now. It's Gotta, money. It's a, this lightsaber is your life, right? Can't. Yeah, it's not it's, happening. It's very samurai. You're like, no, I have to, and flip a destiny point, and even though you got to despair. He's like, yeah, yeah okay, Kovar said yes. But, like, the wind is out of his sails, because, like, he feels like this is going to go wrong. You know what I mean? He's like looking around at the wreckage of the battle around. Is this <laughs> conversation ends? Kintera return. She heads over to uh, where Narset is presumably still waiting at the bar. She says, "Master Silverstar said he was joining us. Is he not?" Uh, no, I suppose not. He had some other business that he needed to attend to. Uh, I know he needed to, as he said, "quote unquote," make some money. So, I know he's going to do that. You did mention that you were going to Crabtown. 
I would like some more probably padded clothing before we go exploring a volcano. So I would like to visit the armorer, but it would be very important for me to go visit the locals of Crabtown. So if that is where you are going, I might. I need to hire some Sherpas for the expedition. And if there's one thing I've learned, it's never to underestimate a good relationship with the local people. She nods, she says, It often assists me in my expeditions, and the locals here are invaluable in my journeys to the windward side of the island. She uh, heads over towards the Sherpa that's with you and says, if you'll be joining me then. And you guys head down, and uh, the gamblers head down uh, a little bit afterwards, and we'll deal with that. Or we'll come back to that. We'll, uh, we want to see how you sell that, so we're going to stay with you guys, because you're going to head down into the main floor, and you see that now that the expats have left the main floor of the club, for overnight and well into the afternoon of the next day, uh, getting towards uh, the end of whatever kind of working hours these Imperials are keeping under the sort of light uh, supervision that they have uh, from a couple of officers and non-coms who came along. And they've spread out across the floor of the club. They have spread out and you do see that there are a couple of groups of Imperials who are playing either cards or rolling dice on some of the tables down there on the main floor. But the area up here near the turbo lifts that the expatriates had uh, kept to themselves is now filled with, uh, well, there's a couple of troopers up here as well who weren't here before when you return. Kintera uh, frowns at this and uh, walks quickly across the room uh, towards the main door. Uh, and pulls you along, Narset. And uh, Zavix, you hear Kolvar Harumph uh, next to you and say, this is what I'm saying. As soon as we brought them in, they took up as much space as they pleased. I never thought this was a good idea, this whole race idea. Well, the race wasn't a bad idea, or I wouldn't have accepted the idea, but Endorsing he shakes his head and says, eraser. you've already been pulled away. But yes, that's exactly it. He goes, we could have picked a better racer to endorse. And he shrugged. He goes, well, Master Silverstar, who are our prey? Uh, he indicates the tables where Imperials are playing cards and dice. And he goes, you want to stick with the dice? Do you trust them to fall without your twiddling fingers to adjust their course? Phrase twiddling fingers. Says, or would you rather stick to cards? A game where skill comes into the matter. Don't say twiddling fingers. <laughs> say whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the GM here. It doesn't matter. Whatever you're comfortable with. I'll, I'll do well in both. That's such a word. The confidence of a Jedi. He uh, frowns. He's considering like both possibilities. Does he want to leave it to chance with the dice or does he want to test skill against skill? And does he trust you or not because of the despair up above, you know? And like, which does he think he can compensate? He goes, even if you aren't true to your word, I think I can beat you with cards. But uh, he looks around and he goes, but these lads, they seem to favor the dice. So we'll stick to the chance cubes. There we go. Yes. Um, Logist logically, 
cards would be the... Unless you did some super dark side shit, and you're like, I'm gonna use a force power so that they... I mean, you could use the force to get a read on bluffs and tells. Like, that would definitely give you an advantage. You can... I mean, yeah, you can do sense to do it. You could not change your hand, that is true, but you but could But you know, could try to read what cards are coming up, or... Oh, these Savak cards are going to change, but I can already see the next faces that are going to be on yeah, there. If I know it's going to be dealt next, thing. I know exactly how to play it. It's kind of exactly. like knowing what so. your opponent has in Hold'em. I know whether to fold or to ante him up a bunch. And if you know what's going to come on the river, then the math you're doing now and the math you're doing then is totally different math. Absolutely. And if you know what those are going to be, you don't even need to know what are in their hand. Yeah. You know, well, you do for the betting still, but it gives you more information there anyway. Yeah. Because you're not close enough to touch them, but you might be able to, like, you know, as you're getting, you could get the dealer or something. Because until you improve the range, you have to, like, touch somebody and read them kind of thing. But these guys also don't have droid dealers because they're not up on the casino floor. They're just rolling down here. Kogvar goes, we'll have to do this down here. The ceiling from your... Ward's show earlier won't be repaired for a few days with the rate that the maintenance crew moves at. Yeah, sorry, she has rage issues. <laughs> Says, it was quite impressive. Uh, <laughs> I feel <laughs> terrible for poor Rathameth, but of course we wouldn't be any of this trouble if it weren't for his idea. But of course I approved it, so well, the blame spreads in every direction. Uh, he strides out uh, confidently across the floor of his club with the Rodian pixel clicks following timidly behind him uh, towards a table where three young gentlemen are playing at the chance cubes. Two of them are wearing the black under jumpsuit of stormtroopers, and the third is actually still wearing his armor. His helmet is sitting on the table uh, next to his drink. Uh, they look up with a mixture of expressions as you come over. Confusion, worry uh, at your fine clothing and the idea that they don't fit in, uh, confusion at why you've come over, uh, dismissal um, and mild disgust at your alien complexion and just the idea that, you know, we're here now and you people shouldn't be talking to us. This is our place now. Are spread across their faces, but it all sort of adds up to neutral across the board and uh, they look up from their cubes and go yes okay is this one open oh yes there is room for you guys to oh, join fantastic I'll yes sit so down. you would be oh you're just gonna sit down and you're not gonna say anything no why would i bother all right uh it's Ooh. still gonna be a check so that's gonna be i'm gonna say coercion because you're flexing on him intimidation Ooh. yeah so that's coercion yeah. in this game that's what that translates yeah, yeah. to Another despair? Are you kidding me? What is going on with these dice? <laughs> I, I, oh my I, god! You got the advantage, like, by the way. Four despairs in a row. That's so successfully, I want my advantage to be that I scared I, them at the table. It scares uh, you, them, defying them. Your advantage is that they are yes, they are intimidated as you sit down, but despairingly, as you and Kolvar sit down, you hear Hixelplex squeak behind you. And you feel a hand fall down on your shoulder as a uniformed and capped Imperial officer leans down between you and Colvar and says, 
gentlemen such as you shouldn't be playing with the rank and file. If you're going to join us, join us up here in the private booth we took away from. Um, Ooh, I didn't see, I didn't know you I didn't want that one. Uh, yeah, I definitely, I look up and say that I'm glad for his invitation and I, and I thank him while I follow him. All right. Nice, well played. Nice. We're gonna move away from you guys and come back to that later so that we can get to the other gentleman. Wow. So something tells me Xanax's next game is gonna be like the bar scene from Glorious Bastards. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The drinking game right. scene. That's what it's gonna be. That's what it's gonna feel like, tension-wise. This is a Fargo episode today. So uh, we move out. We see Narset, Jin, and Katera heading down out of the casino in a black and gold speeder from the motor pool. Uh, as they pass down into the center of town and pull up at the lower square where the armor shop, the droid smith, the healer are, just down from the market, they are passed by the V-35 courier in blue and white that is the company lease of Zeef's detective agency. Uh, the camera follows it up the side street towards same said detective agency and we pull into the garage. Zeef is throwing a Quarren, who's now just waking up, out onto the cold floor of the garage as Warham shuts down the speeder. Stomper jumps down off of the back deck of the speeder and lands just in front of the Quarren with a heavy thump as the fusion generator, the heavy metal casing, land on two nigh-impervious metal feet just a hand's breadth away from the splayed out tentacle of the corn on the Duracrete floor. He gurgles in surprise and his beak cracks as he struggles. Zeef stands over him with a webbed foot between his shoulder blades. Well, well, well. Are you ready to answer in a few questions? Misa hoping so, because Misa Palo here, and I gesture to Gonk, Really wanting to go for a little walking today. User no wanting him to do a little walking. Doozy you? Doozy. <laughs> so that's going to be your coercion check. Alrighty. All dice have canceled out. Well, that means you don't succeed. Okay. There's no threat or anything. Uh, he looks up at you and looks down and he goes, That's fine. I'd rather have him walk all over me than have my head nailed to this floor by Dinsdale. Zeef lets out a heavy sigh and says, All right, Stomper. Yusa heard the man. And, uh... So do you, is he gonna, like, stomp, stomp him I'm, unconscious? No, he's gonna, he's gonna walk forward. I want him to just step on one tentacle. Like, we're gonna eat... Like, I want him to... I'm still... I'm not giving up on him. I'm gonna give him... Twist the screws just a little bit and then ask him more questions. So that Whoa. failed, so yeah. You forgot the boost die that you were supposed oh, to have. So now that Stomper's actually stomping, just roll that blue die. Because it's okay. all cancelled out, and if you get a success from Stomper's stomping from the blue die, you will have now succeeded, and he will give you up more information. A success and an advantage from hey. Stomper's stomping. Okay, okay. Uh, well, what do you want to know? Wins at you, he goes, You're that smart-ass frog. Smart-ass frog. What did you just, just say to Misa? <laughs> give him a smack. <laughs> <laughs> it's racially insensitive. You can't call me a frog. 
So yeah, uh, where do the shipments touch down planet side? How many warehouses are involved in this? Give me the coordinates and the comm frequencies of your little gang or stompers going for a little walk. Right, so now you're going to make another check. Okay. Probably coercion again because it's your best. So you're going to get one piece of information, but more detail about it than you would have otherwise. He goes, We drop it in the bay. That's where most of it's done. Except for the part of the processing that has to be done above land. Can't be pressurized. Interesting. They drop it out when ships come and land at the landing platform. When they drop their swill, they dump out the stuff with that. We recover it. Hmm. So, like many planets, you know, spaceships want to be as light as possible as they're coming in for a landing, so they have less mass to break. So, plenty of the cargo ships that are coming in to pick up Clauson 36 from the landing platform here on Iceball just dump their waste right there at the mouth of the bay before they come in for a landing, and possibly again on their way out. So, in addition to the uh, waste being spewed by the gas works um, there, uh, by the city, out at the mouth of the bay. Plenty of uh, stuff is dumped off. by those ships that come in and out all the time. And they could easily dump all kinds of packages along with that. He goes, They make the drops out there. It never even comes into the city. You're lucky you stumbled on us. Luckier than you're about to be. Alright. Um, so can I just keep rolling, keep rolling coercions and ask him more questions? I mean, we stuck with those guys for a while, so until you threateningly or despairingly this guy clams up and you're not going to get anything else out of him if you want to keep making checks you can you know we're going to keep the camera on you for a while so if that's what you're prioritizing okay. right now you can absolutely keep it i want to get i want to get you more out of this guy any despairs yet is warm is warm in the room or is he else shutting down the speeder and can do whatever he wants because he's there too so after this first round of questioning warm is finished in the speeder and gets out as well. Warren, do you have any comment on this interrogation going on, like, a couple of feet away as a pacifist? Yeah, I'm I'm probably... Are you just leaving not... as quickly as possible to I think, turn yeah, I a think blind that I would... eye stalk to it? Yeah. Like, I, I know that these are bad people, but yeah, I still don't want to be a party to it, so I would... I think I'd just be either heading out of the room or maybe trying to do a little bit of good cop, bad cop, like charm him. You know, myself, while Zeef does, like, the... Zeef's know, getting ready pop. for his next round of interrogation. Yeah, I think, up a yeah, yeah let's do that. So I'll do, I'll try yeah. and do, like, the good cop the charm check. Perfect. And uh, try and, you know, we don't want to hurt you, friend. But, you know, my friend here has a short temper. Uh, but if you can... Uh, He's a talking about you know, Stomper. We'll, we can make this easy on everybody if uh, you can just give us a little bit more detail. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be able to, uh, smooth all this out. Nice. So, uh, he'll, he goes, Well, you've busted up our operation enough already. We only had the one warehouse, and then we move and you snag me again? You're putting a damn crimp on things already. And I don't know what else to say. I just move boxes and mix chemicals. Your boss nabbed our boss yesterday. We don't know what the boss has to say about it, but he's not going to be happy. He looks up at you warm and he goes, Do you know anything about who we work for? Has he told you anything about who he used to work for? And I'm going to spend a destiny point. Go ahead and flip that for me, Dan. He goes, uh -oh. We work for the Karkaro brothers. 
they're the biggest fish on Notch at all. And this guy, when he was just a little tadpole, him and his buddies wanted to swim in the school. And then he sold his friends out. He goes, I know who you are. We all do. He goes, that hologram was still on when you went into the warehouse last night. We pulled that recording too. We know the boss is coming in a week and a half, but when you came in and busted things up, he saw you, Zephy. Oh, shit, I didn't think about that. Uh... He goes, You can do whatever you want to me. In a week and a half, Dinsdell Karkaro's gonna come and nail your head to that fucking workbench. <laughs> Doesn't matter if I'm alive to see it happen or not. Zeph leans in, looks him dead in the eyes, and says, there's always a bigger fish. He says, Yeah, his name's Douglas. Go ahead and make a fear check, Zeph. <laughs> All right. Okay, so failure, but no threat, so you don't get any ongoing effects of like setbacks against just, it you. It just gives ongoing. me the willies. That's generated by threat, but you are like, nah, man. You know what I mean? He says Douglas and literally involuntarily, whatever else you were going to say, you think about the fact that the toughest guy you ever knew in your life, you know what I mean? In your gang, from when you were a young kid on Narshida all the way up until when you left five years ago when things went south. One of your best friends, the toughest guy, the smartest guy you know, the leader of your little clique, the one time he went and met with Doug, he came back. And he looked like he'd seen death. And that's the thought that goes through your mind when he goes, Yeah, a bigger fish. Dog. And then he passes out. <gasps> so Perfect. whatever else you're going to do to him, he's unconscious for. So. Well, I was about to make him unconscious, so that just saves me a step. <laughs> that's fine. Now that he's unconscious, but... I turn to warm and I say, uh, I was thinking maybe we should take, uh, take our friend here up and offer him to Spider in exchange for getting your ship out of Landlock. What, what do you think? Yeah, I'd definitely be down for uh, making some good inroads with Spider. Yeah, I think if we can hand him this guy, if we could work him over a little bit more and get that comm frequency and offer that to Spider as well as this guy, I'm sure he'd give us a little something on top of just getting the ship out of out of the locks. He's awake. You know, wait for him to wake up and then torture him some more. <laughs> well, I'm posing. I'm 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 positing to war him. Do you think it's worth it to work him over? Get some, as a pacifist, are you willing to deal I, with yeah, us getting more info, or should we turn him in? Is, is, he's already a I, prize for Spider. I, yeah, I think that the Huts will be... torture him when exactly. they get him. All yeah, I, I don't think that Worm wants to be party to any more than he has to be. Sure, um, and so it wouldn't be necessary. It's just for sweetening the pot. Yeah. So I say we load him up into the speeder. Yep. Let's make sure he's restrained this time. Throw some, I'll throw my binder cuffs on him. Yeah. Cool. The cheap ones, since I no longer have my nice ones. Oh yeah, okay, he, excellent. Threw, he threw the guy off of I them. threw the guy out of the speeder and didn't get my nice-ass cuffs back, so they're somewhere on the streets around a skeleton. <laughs> I forgot about that. I never took him off. off yeah. <laughs> yeah, my fucking contact at the bar is walking around with my, uh, with my comm link in his pocket still, too. Junior? Yeah. You, you put a bug on Junior. I put okay. a bug on Junior, <laughs> and I still have He's not used it. He's definitely found it by now. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, if you just put it in his pocket, he's definitely found it by now and been like, hey, Tom, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If I put the, switch the SIM card out of this, I'll be able to use it, you know? <laughs> then he gave it to some guy, and they broke it, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's Yeah, it, it, the whole thing some, happened with it. It's in a drawer now somewhere, yeah. You can um, read about it in Tales from Iceball Station. 
from Delrith. <laughs> the story of the of the comlink. Comlink. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are gonna load him back in the speeder and head right back into the city. Then. Um, well, what time? As, what time is it? Is it daytime, yeah. nighttime? By the time you get there, it will be. Like, it's not business time yet. You know what I mean? It was just before, as they were leaving, it was like 4 o'clock. I'm concerned about contacting Spider past his bedtime to not put him on site. No, first of all, Spider's bedtime is going to be like 3 a.m., 5 a.m., you know what I mean? Right, right. Second, because the business at the hut complex is going all night, and, like, they do the whole... Even without him there, they still have to do the scene the whole time. And And they're also synced to hut time, so... By the time you get there, it's actually just going to be swinging because it's going to be like seven-ish. So it's going to be early, but like the early birds are going to be getting there. And they're actually going to have to like be in operation. You know what I mean? But it won't be like packed and like people aren't doing business anymore because it won't be late, but it'll be early evening by the time you... I don't know what bar time is anymore. I haven't gone out drinking fucking 10 years. So I was going to say bar time is such a good metaphor. Yeah. Um, yeah, it generally picks up between 9 and 10, and then lulls right, exactly. at midnight, and, be and then you've just got the early. hardcore alkies until 2. Well, that was me. I was an alcoholic, and then I stopped drinking, like, 12 years ago. So I... But I still went out for, like, nice. another 6, you know what I mean? But I haven't done that at all. I've been, like, a homebody for a while. Now. Yeah. So I'm not on that time, but it's going to be early... You know, like, they're not going to be swinging yet, but it's going to be late enough that they're going to be getting ready for that kind of thing. Like, the band's going to be warming up kind of thing. Sure. Um, the roadies are still loading in the the second act. <laughs> so, cool. Warren and Zeef shackle the Quarren with Zeef's binder cuffs, load him back into the speeder, and head back into the city again. To be continued.